0: As the nation enters a new era of environmental protection under President-Elect Joe Biden.
1: But the only way they're gonna get a chance to fill all that potential is if we take drastic action right now to address the climate disaster facing the nation and our world.
0: The city of Austin continues its own eco-friendly efforts. In 2009, as the climate crisis escalated, the city set its sights on becoming not only a green space city, but a green waste city too by signing on to the Zero Waste by 2040 goal. UT students and professors have collaborated with the city on various environmental efforts, as Director of Sustainability at UT, Jim Walker, explains.
1: There's a lot of, of faculty who are who use the Austin area as kind of a backyard laboratory. Uh, so we there are um, research projects, and students are doing research projects all the time about what's going on within the city Uh, i know the the city's recently in the middle or near the end actually of updating the austin climate equity plan their community-wide climate plan Uh, and there were ut staff including myself and others and faculty and students as well who are involved in advisory groups uh, for that climate equity plan um, and will continue to be involved and not because we're changing what the university does, but because we're contributing to the city effort.
0: Walker notes that even when not in direct collaboration with the city, UT staff and students play a big role in interacting with sustainable city initiatives like recycling and transportation. In the field of sustainability, he has seen climate concerns reach a fever pitch in recent years as young people begin to envision a dire climate future
1: the importance of sustainability is it's always striving to lower the negative environmental impacts and increase the positive social impacts. Current, right now, it just keeps happening at a more and more urgent scale. The planet's trying to tell us that human activity is having a greater and greater negative impact. Um, I think when you look around at the social inequities and the amount of uh, emotional uh, generational trauma that that's caused, that's also another example of um, it's getting to a breaking point. And so the, the importance of the change, the importance of this effort now is then these adverse impacts are just going to get increasingly worse and, um, and be harder and harder to contemplate recovery from.
0: In considering the challenges the city faces in realizing zero waste by 2040, Walker says that addressing economic disparities may play a larger role than many think.
1: I think the first step there is a willingness among everybody to kind of step back and evaluate how equity manifests or doesn't in their sustainability initiatives and to re-approach it or rethink it over the last several decades, if not longer, have kind of um, focused on the environmental aspects of sustainability um, to the and lost a little bit of the focus of equity. And I think we've got to reclaim that. Uh, so coming back to zero waste, it, it, it looks for instance like, well, where are our recycling and compost facilities? Are our recycling and compost facilities in poorer neighborhoods or poorer parts of the region? are communities of color bearing a disproportionate impact of this environmental behavior that the rest of us, uh, you know, applaud and want to see more of. Um, And certainly landfills and and that kind of thing have historically been in parts of the broader community where uh, they have disproportionate impacts on communities of color and, and lower income. And so I think stepping back and as we think about and continue to pursue concepts like zero waste, bringing in this additional element of uh, social equity and environmental justice.
0: As the city works toward the lofty zero waste goal, other environmental projects continue. Walker emphasizes that from a sustainability standpoint, no one project takes precedence, as efforts in air quality, waste management, and water resources must be managed simultaneously.
1: And I think sometimes that can feel overwhelming, Um, but I think that's the moment we're in and the moment that we're all being asked to rise to uh, in whatever our activities are right now, whether you're a student, a staff member, faculty member. Um, And I think that kind of ethic or that idea has been embedded in the Austin mindset for a very long time, and it's starting to, really sink some good roots uh, at the university level.
0: The City of Austin has a number of initiatives and groups in place to realize the Zero Waste by 2040 goal. As the 20-year countdown begins, Jason Jones, a policy developer for the city, explains how Austin will take the task on.
2: Zero Waste is a sustainability goal to reduce the amount of waste going to the landfill and the uh, city of Austin, we defined uh, zero waste as diverting 90% of the materials from the landfill, uh, meaning that 90% of the materials that you would normally throw away um, would either go to recycling, you know, composting, reuse, donation, or, you know, or more.
0: So not quite zero waste. Yet, the 90% diversion goal is still quite a feat anywhere, especially in a big city where there are many types of trash. Jones's colleague, Natalie Beth, a program manager with Austin Resource Recovery, describes how recirculation of products is a key part of landfill diversion strategy.
3: So when we keep resources circulating by not throwing them away, by reusing them, by repairing them, by putting them in the recycling bin, or, or you know, if they're food or organic material, putting them back into our soil through composting, we're keeping those things in our city, um, keeping those materials and products here circulating, producing value. And that also reduces the need to make new things, which is where a lot of environmental impact and climate impact comes from.
0: The city of Austin already boasts a robust recycling program and is in the process of expanding the reach of curbside composting bins, which are available in three quarters of the city now.
3: Um, of course, also, as you think about waste, you likely think about landfills and um, you know, landfills produce methane, which is a, a, a key contributor to climate change as well. Um, and you know, we don't want to use up all of our land in our city, our beautiful land here in Austin, with landfill space. So as much as we can reduce our waste means we're reducing our, our need for landfill space.
0: As sustainability expands in the city, the importance of individual behavior is apparent. Misuse of resources in fast fashion present a challenge to realizing the zero waste goal, as does the so-called disposable culture that favors single-use and limited-use products.
3: Um, As a city trying to handle waste materials, like one specific example, would be in the fashion industry and fast fashion. So you see um, these trends where people are um, buying way more clothes, but actually clothing utilization is down. So how often people are wearing clothes is going down. People are tend to buy things to wear just for a few times. Um, and then, therefore, like the products are designed for that and only meant to be used a few times, which limits, you know, how repairable they are um, and how much value they have on secondhand market. So, you know, that's just one specific example, but we see that across lots of different types of products and materials where um, things are designed for a short period of time and not what we would hope, which is, you know, years and years and years so that they can stay in use and those products and materials can continue, can can stay producing value for us rather than in in a landfill somewhere.
0: Though the zero waste by 2040 goal is city specific, it has to account for highly varied products and consumers, who have different education and potentially different goals around sustainability.
2: You yeah, there, there's a lot of regionality to recycling across the country. You know, for example, some areas glass can be recycled, and other areas it cannot. And you know, we've got a lot of you know visitors to Austin, people moving to Austin, um, even longtime residents. It leads to uh, uh, confusion as to what can and can't be recycled, and um, at least, it's something we call contamination, and what that means is, you know, incorrect materials, you know, being put, you know, either into the recycling or the, or the recyclable material, you know, being, um, I don't know, put in food or something, you know, that, that makes it, uh, you know, at least inefficiencies with the ability to recycle it. Um, and we see an increasing uh, contamination here in Austin. We've got about a 20% contamination rate right now. Um, which is, uh, but it's something that we're seeing, I think, across the nation. And that's in part due to, um, you know, not just people putting things in the wrong bin, but also there's just, we're seeing increasing uh, complexity of uh, packaging and products and the way that they're made. And a lot of single use items and, you know, multiple types of materials, you know, in one type of packaging, with which a lot of times means you can't recycle. It.
0: For manufacturers, single-use products are highly lucrative. This has given rise to so-called disposable culture, where the economic model depends on a constant need to replace, not reuse.
3: Being a little bit of an armchair psychologist right now, but, you know, we're seeking a new phone and, you know, new trends and, you know, we have marketing that, that leads us in that direction and that all... Of contributes to this disposable culture. Um, But I will say, I think there are some positive trends as well in that, like specifically around the plastics, we as the city of Austin have recently joined the U.S. Plastics Pact, which has a number of very large brands um, and plastic producers from across the country who have committed to plastic waste reduction.
0: According to the city's website, Austin already diverts 40% of its waste from landfills. As the golden age of disposable culture comes to a close, products, technologies, and mindsets are changing so that green is the new black.
3: Just The, the growing awareness of this problem um, has spread, you know, even to um, those producers of plastic and brands who are reliant on plastic seeing the need for a more circular plastic system um, that doesn't produce so much plastic waste and plastic pollution. So I think there is um, some movement and, and you see something similar in the fashion industry as well, a recognition that you know, this can't continue forever because we do live in a, finite, a world of finite resources.
0: Low-income communities have often borne the brunt of environmental risks in their proximity to landfills and energy processing centers, as well as being barred from potentially more expensive sustainable food sources. Jones and Beth both note that the city is committed to making sustainability accessible regardless of economic status.
2: You know, a sustainable community really should be, uh, should ensure environmental benefits and risks are equally shared across the community. And... Um, you know the city, like you mentioned, access, and that's something uh, you know we are working to expand right now. Um, you know, to methods of landfill diversion. You know, we're hopefully by you know next year in 2021, we'll have you know over 200,000 single-family homes will have access to compost service. Uh, city council recently um, increased um, the size, the minimum size of recycling containers at multifamily properties, and. Uh, we have one drop-off center down south, and we're, we're hoping to expand and look for opportunities to, you know, kind of expand that access footprint across the city.
0: Beth highlights the importance of zero waste as a means to see a cleaner environment in the future.
3: Being zero waste is really an important strategy to help us reach our climate goals. First of all, so the way we make and use products and produce food. There was a recent study that showed that. That is responsible for about 45% of the greenhouse gas emissions that we need to reduce in order to meet our climate targets. So, you know, even if we moved 100% to renewable energy, we would still have to change these things about how we make and use our products um, and, and in order to meet our climate goals. And so zero waste is a, is a huge part of that. For The Daily Texan, I'm anna
0: Kay Reeves. Life in Orange is a production of The Daily Texan's audio department. Make sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. For more content, follow us on Twitter at Texan Audio or at The Daily Texan. I'm audio editor Harper Carlton. Thank you for listening.